Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Ba 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 McLean. Ba 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 McLean. Hello, fellow patriots, fellow occupants of the basket of deplorables. Great to have you along. Here we go, getting underway with our number one on Tuesday, the Bobby Mack Electric Radio Program. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just grab your phone and use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number. Give me a call at 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. And uh, my email address, as always, remains bob at 1063word.com. Great to have you here. Big night last night in Charlotte, I thought, anyhow, at the uh, Republican National Convention. Uh, a fellow that I actually met back in the early 80s, uh, the uh, the NFL great Herschel Walker, and I gave one of the uh, most moving tributes to uh, President Trump and his lack of racism last night. Uh, there were a number of speakers who spoke to that issue. Our former governor, Tricky Nikki Haley, also uh, spoke last night. There was a big piece today uh, about that at Fitz News. Uh, Fitz News, the uh, the founding uh, editor of uh, Fitz News has a uh, history with Nikki. She is not his favorite politician. Uh, so bear that in mind when I share that piece with you. Uh, Georgia State Representative Vernon Jones, he is black. He is a Democrat. <laughs> I can imagine uh, what uh, Pelosi uh, and uh, the rest of uh, the progressive Democrat ilk uh, think of him. Uh, Mark and Patricia McCloskey, that is the couple in St. Louis that came out on their front lawn to defend their uh, home from uh, BLM protesters. So it was, <clears throat> excuse me, it was a big night last night, and I thought the convention got off to a, a good start. Uh, Senator Tim Scott also uh, gave a very effective speech, as did uh, Steve Scalise from uh, Louisiana, 
talk and and Scalise, by the way, was speaking out in response to Pelosi, who naturally went to DEFCON 1 and over the top uh, with her uh, description of her impressions of the uh, convention last night. So we'll get to all of this uh, as we go along. One thing that I wanted to point out, uh, because you're not going to hear anything, maybe in passing from the Alphabet News Networks, U.S. new home sales surge in July, highest annual spike since 1996. Now, in, in my own analysis of issues that are going to resonate with voters uh, in a couple of months here on the 3rd of November, one is going to be the economy uh, and the damage that has been done to it by the Chinese flu. The other, of course, is uh, personal safety for you and your family with all the anarchy that the Democrats are doing absolutely nothing to speak out against, to be critical of, and in point of fact are being enablers for Antifa and BLM. And this is to the economics part of it. After June's continued resurgence in U.S. home sales, July is expected to see a significant slowdown in that recovery, with new home sales expected to rise 1.8%. Okay, that was the, uh, the smart guys, the, uh, the pundits that do all the econ analysis of this. Uh, they were about as correct as Dr. Fauci, because instead of new home sales expected to rise the predicted 1.8%, new home sales soared to a stunning, rounded up to 14%, 13.9%. This means new home sales in the U.S. rose 36 and a third percent, the most since 1996. Uh, driven by an 81.4% increase in Midwest new home sales, highest sales they've had in the Midwest since January of 1992. Okay? Uh, this is obviously good news. Despite the Wuhan flu and all the handcuffs and restrictions on our economy that uh, the Democrats have imposed with quarantines and lockdowns and all the rest of it, uh, people are still anxious to, uh, to spend money. Uh, quickly, let's uh, get to the phones as we get started here on Tuesday. Bob is a leadoff batter today, and he is in Greer. Hi, Bob, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Yes, sir. How are you today? It's good talking to you. There's a couple of points I want to make to uh, sort of halfway set a record straight. Okay. The mandatory requirements, or at least the standpoint of that one should wear a mask in public due to the fact that the COVID virus is such an evil killer. At 1217 this, morning, this afternoon, I was mm -hmm. returning from a meeting in Greenville, walking down Court Street. Right. And as, as God, in his infinite wisdom, 
allowed me to see the mayor walk from his office to the car park to get his car, and he did not have a mask on his face. Secondly, he ran into one of his constituents and had at least three feet social distancing. So we have a hypocrite. Trinkle Toes is a hypocrite. <laughs> and this uh, will come as a shock to whom, Bob? Uh probably to the world more than likely because he, he speaks on a regular basis to a number of mayors in Germany. He tells a lot of people about that. But what I was downtown for, we're trying to put our plans together for this coming Christmas because we always have fundraisers that uh, where we generate a lot of money, but we cannot figure out what the future has to hold, whether or not we're going to have a Christmas parade, if we're going to have Christmas lights, if we're mm-hmm. going to have interfacing with our people. Understood. And I've written a letter or a note to the to the city people and to hopefully get a reply, which I have not heard. Mm -hmm. But this is putting us in a huge quandary right now because we don't know what Christmas is going to hold. And vendors, fundraisers, churches, civic organizations usually generate a a fair amount of income during that Christmas selling period. And we don't know where we stand. We really don't. And that's a precarious situation to be in because it will take, it will hurt orphanages. It hurts, well, it it hurts kids. And that's the thing about it because most everyone raised money for children. And that's what, but we can't get any information. And I don't know where we stand. Will we have a labor force? Will we have a market? Do we tie up our money? There's a lot of things to take into consideration. And I'm not sure Twinkle Toes is up to the task. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're trying to, to double think uh, how the, the, uh, our elitist betters are, are, are going to handle things going forward. Is, is uh, uh, Governor Henry Mc masker uh is, is he gonna continue to get uh federal dollars uh, from washington by keeping these uh, emergency action orders in place probably because henry loves getting those dollars from dc so if if that's the case uh then the the downstream effect the trickle effect of that probably would be that uh, many of these mayors would uh, would go along as well but you know, at this point, as you point out, Bob, nobody is Nostradamus here. It's, it, there are no quatrains to read. It, it's all guesswork. And you really can't afford to take that because if you don't make some sort of preparations, this is for all intents and purposes, September, and then you have about a six-week period and the right. window closes. So right. you have to pull yourself together. And there should be some sort of a press conference with a mask, mm-hmm. possibly. Right, and, and socialist distancing. Yes, yes. Not, not, not to be a soothsayer, but anyway, uh, we need some direction, and we're not getting it from the elected leaders of 20-plus years sitting in that seat. If he right. hears this, tell him to get him off his derriere and make a press conference about something for the future for Christmas. We need to know, and that's not – to a little humor and levity goes a long way, but at the bottom line, it's serious. It's money, yeah. it's business, and it, it's the way the world works. Sure and is. a lot of people – and I'll shut up. I've said enough. <laughs> and and, enough. Uh, and you used French, Bob. So, you know, we've got the international flavor on the, on the show already. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm not trying to make light of the issue, Bob, because I understand it. And, and I truly understand uh, in my heart the beneficiaries of these programs. And we would hate to see them deprived of the help uh, that they have come to expect, rightly so, oh, from, yeah. from, from these kinds of activities. So I, I would hope that maybe uh, lighting a fire 
under this issue will will generate some activity. Well, I hope so. I, I, do, I do because the kids are the kids are the winners, and without that, then they're the losers, and they shouldn't be. They should not be yeah. losing. No, amen. Absolutely not. I, I couldn't Thank agree you, more. Buddy. Take care. Thank, thank you, Bob. Bye. You take care too. God bless. Seventeen after three here on the Bobby Mac Show. Be right back here on Tuesday on WORD. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. North Korea. See all the rumors again about uh, Kim Jong-un flying around saying uh, he's dead. Uh, they've, uh, they've got him on ice. His sister's going to take over. There was a bunch of talk about that over the weekend. Uh, we'll see. These, you know, in the hermit kingdom, trying to figure out what's going on over there is a losing proposition. 24 after 3 as we go back to the phones, heading to Woodruff and bringing in Deborah here on the Tuesday edition. Hi, Deb. How are you today? Hey, Bobby, how are you? So far, so good. Good. I'm just, I really kind of want to make a comment. I guess, well, basically, I'm, I, I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. But I'm a, I'm a first-time caller. Lord, I text you all the time. I send you stuff all the time. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate uh, that. What do you think about, okay, here's the thing. If Biden wins... And, you know, heels up. She's all the time saying, you know, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Trump supporters. Right. You know, what do you think about, you know, if, if that happens and and they do keep their promises about, you know, coming for all of us? You know, we have the guns. What does she think is going to happen? Well, that's that's part of their intent. Of course, they're all anti-Second Amendment folks. Uh Biden had said some time ago in the early stages of his campaign 
that uh, Beto O'Dork out of Texas uh, was going to be one of his advisors on his gun policy. And Beto has been quoted as saying, hell yes, we're coming for your ARs. So, you know, if you listen to these people, they tell you what their plans are. And, and trust me on this, Deb, they have long memories. They are unforgiving. Right. They take no prisoners. So if, uh, if Biden should get enough ballot harvesting, enough uh, tubs of suddenly discovered votes to be able to win, uh, what does a Biden administration look like? Uh, he already told us last week. Uh, number one, taxes go up for everyone down to the lowest exactly. common denominator, uh, including the middle class. Uh, borders will be thrown open. So uh, my African-American friends who listen to this program, and there are uh, a number of them, uh, I'm sure, are aware of that because that means uh, they're in competition for the same jobs in many instances uh, with, uh, with all these illegals who poured across the border. Police departments will be defunded. Biden may want to play a word quiz with how he describes it, but that's what the, that's what the left is obviously involved in. Look at what's going on in Portland and Seattle. So police departments would be defunded from the federal level as well. Uh, ICE could very well be eliminated because it would be unnecessary with open borders. All of the uh, Trump deregulation that has allowed the economic recovery despite COVID, all of that uh, deregulation would be overturned and will be slapped again. American businesses will be slapped with tons of regulations. There will be at least one new liberal Supreme Court justice appointed by Biden or his surrogate. Um, they will take money away from the military, which they did under Obama. Trump has had to spend trillions of dollars to rebuild the military, and that's just to start. Well, if they were going to fix things, you know, him and Slim Slacks, which is my nickname from Obama, <laughs> you know, they had all they had all those years to do. I've got nicknames for everybody. Good. They had all those years to do that, you know. Yeah, and Biden, I, Biden my, said my nick, Biden's been there 53 years. Pelosi's been there 40 plus, you know. Uh, same, her nickname. Yeah. Her nickname is Skeletor. <laughs> yeah, and like Hillary's it. is Medusa. Ooh, boy! Yeah, I've yeah. got nicknames for everybody. Yeah, I, I, I like Periscope, uh, and I've been watching in real time <laughs> what's going on in Kenosha, and and for seventy something days, I've been watching every night what's yeah. going on in Portland, it's in Seattle, and yeah, and because, uh, like I said, I've got that app. And I, I've been watching a, a guy mm -hmm. uh, on Periscope, and he shows it live time. Right. You know, and he – well, a lot of people do. You know, a lot of them go out there, and they think they're press. And a lot of them, you know, and, and a lot of them are. And some of them aren't. Some of them are out there, and, are, and they're filling water bottles full of, you know, gasoline and right. – And, and worse. Stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're they're thugs. You know, you they're, they're, they're nothing but thugs. And if you watch these videos and you listen to the language that these people the language use, is awful. Good God, oh, do the they? Language is... Do do they do they kiss their mother with that mouth? 
you know what? I've got a grown daughter, and my daughter never acted that way. Even when she, you know, argued with somebody, she never acted like that. Right. Ever. Well, the use of that level of profanity is, is nothing but an admission that they have no vocabulary with which to express themselves. Well, some of the things that they say to those officers, I oh, just, it's, it, yeah, you know, it, and it's just and the third it, term it, abortion. I just I can't wrap my head around because, well, there, I, you know, there I had is, to research that to find out what that was. Yeah. And it just, it, it, it just it, that made me extremely sick. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. And, and there has it, never it, been it, a it, more vile group of politicians uh, leading the charge towards the progressive Marxist agenda than the people that are in charge now. i got to run for the news, Deb, but thanks well, for the call. It's good to hear from you. And, oh, before you go, uh, Money Penny, do you have the, uh, the cowbell handy? There we go. We gotta, since you're a first-time caller, Deb, but a long-time uh, texter and, and tweeter, uh, we, uh, we had to give you a little cowbell welcome there. Good to have you here. 3.30 on the Bobby Mack Show. Annie is ready to go with the news. I'm right back on the other side. Tuesday edition here on WORD. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. Great to have you along. 3.36 here on the Bobby Mack Show. I mentioned that uh, last night one of the speakers was our former governor, Tricky Nikki Haley, uh, writing about it today at uh, Fitz News out of uh, Columbia. <clears throat> and the, uh, the founding editor of Fitz News, by the way, is the same individual that alleged that he had an affair uh, with uh, Nikki when she was... Uh, before uh, she uh, acceded to the, the governor's mansion uh, when she was still a House representative, uh, which she uh, denied up and down. Anyway, uh, just uh, I, I mentioned that in passing because this, this article is written by uh, that individual. Uh, it's been a rough stretch for former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, whose not-so-subtle campaign to replace U.S. Vice President Mike Pence 
on the 2020 Republican ticket failed spectacularly, much to the surprise of the Democrat establishment. As Haley eyes a 2020 presidential bid, and uh, let me interject here, make no mistake, that's exactly what she has in mind, she has been endeavoring to tweak her political calculus by positioning herself more to the ideological right of the Republican electorate. However, her over-the-top reaction to the George Floyd rioting sparked a wave of right-wing revulsion, most notably a rant from Fox News host Tucker Carlson, which decried Haley for engaging in moral blackmail when she said she hoped the riots would become personal and painful for everyone. Centrists have also taken a dim view of Haley of late, mostly owing to her role in the administration of U.S. President Donald Trump, whom they loathe. Consider columnist Kathleen Parker of the Washington Post, who blasted the former ambassador last fall as a, quote, cartoonish fuss budget who bought her own myth and sold it cheap. Ouch. It made sense Team Haley was a bit glum and more than a little bit testy toward Pence heading into this week's Republican National Convention in Charlotte, all of which may have explained Haley's now famous, now infamous popcorn fiasco a few weeks back. Uh, You remember we talked about that at the time. Uh, Haley uh, went on Twitter blasting some local popcorn shop that had uh, failed to deliver her popcorn to her million-dollar plantation on Kiowa Island. As we noted earlier this month, though, Haley still had a ways to go to ruin her standing as a top 2024 Republican presidential contender. In fact, given her status as a female minority in a world increasingly dominated by identity politics, it may be impossible for her to ruin that standing, we wrote. Against this backdrop, Haley strode to the microphone in Charlotte to deliver a speech aimed in part at buttressing Trump's 2020 campaign, but which was clearly also about ramping up her own 2024 aspirations. How did she do? Pretty well, according to the pundits. Quote, we saw a good illustration of why Haley could be a formidable contender, as well as a message of the sort that Republicans could use more of noted Dan McLaughlin for National Review. Haley is not a fire and brimstone speaker, but she is smooth, polished, and projects the serene unflappability that has seen her through the storms of South Carolina politics and the intrigues of Turtle Bay and the Trump administration. She spoke in complete sentences and in an indoor voice, and she made her case for Trump in a tone normally associated with former governors and not with used car salesmen, wrote Ian Milheiser for Vox. Haley's speech placed her firmly in a conservative tradition that would continue the Trump White House policies if she had that chance. But she also brought a seductive normalcy that's likely to distinguish her from other Republicans eager to run the same bombastic playbook pioneered by Trump. Seductive? Hmm. In a post for Politico, Ryan Lizza explored the extent to which Haley and Donald Trump Jr., who also spoke last night, are engaged in a battle for the soul of the GOP. Quote, 
We are starting to see the GOP divide into two halves, Liza wrote, one that tries to straddle the pre- and post-Trump GOP, and another that fully embraces the undiluted Trumpism. Obviously, Haley represents the latter group, although we do not believe Liza is correct in his presumption that the GOP electorate is evenly divided between these two groups. Anyway, it was Haley's comments on race that generated the most attention in the mainstream media. In much of the Democratic Party, Haley said, it's now fashionable to say that America is racist. That is a lie. America is not a racist country. This is personal for me. I am the proud daughter of Indian immigrants. They came to America and settled in a small southern town. My father wore a turban. My mother wore a sari. I was a brown girl in a black and white world. Of course, in the very next line of the speech, Haley noted that her family faced discrimination and hardship, an apparent contradiction of her original point. The former South Carolina governor quickly found her stride, though. America is a story that's a work in progress. Now is the time to build on that progress and make America even freer, fairer, and better for everyone. That's why it's tragic to see so much of the Democratic Party turn a blind eye toward riots and rage. The American people know we can do better. And, of course, we know that every single black life is valuable. The black cops who've been shot in the line of duty, they matter. The black small business owners who've watched their life's work go up in flames, they matter. The black kids who've been gunned down on the playground, their lives matter too. And their lives are being ruined and stolen by the violence on our streets. That's absolutely true and very similar to what we've been preaching on this news outlet, of course, unlike Haley. Not everyone was impressed by Haley's performance, however. It just occurred to me, Nikki Haley is very impressed with herself. Our intrepid D.C. operative noted, this speech may end her. Any ambitious former GOP governor could have delivered this with more charm and energy. She looked like a Kiowa version of a Stepford wife. Ouch. Our view we believe Haley gave a good speech, but again, giving a good speech has never been her problem. As a student of Frank Luntz, the uh, pundit and uh, polling guy, she knows the words that work and she can deliver them elegantly enough in an inside voice when called upon to do so. Haley's problem is in the implementation and the chronic inconsistency like when she decries crony capitalism while neglecting to mention her legacy as the Palmetto State's preeminent crony capitalist, or all those pesky password issues she keeps having, or the fact that the last time she got a speaking slot at a national convention, her home state paid dearly for it. And while Haley has all the political promise in the world, which she capably demonstrated again last night, her path to the White House is beset by landmines. And make no mistake, if she falls, there are plenty of others eager to pick up the banner. How did you think Haley did? And that's a good question. And uh, we will take your input on that as we proceed along. 345, it's a quarter before four here on the Bobby Mack Show. So uh, the, uh, the lamestream media very predictably panned Last night's night one of the GOP convention, and yet 
uh, what did the audience think? Be right back here on the Bobby Mack Show on Tuesday. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back. Just uh, watching some of the video on Fox from uh, the fourth night of uh, rioting. Uh, it's what, 80 plus nights that they've had this now in, in Portland? Burning, looting, people being mugged. It's, it's just, it's pathetic. Uh, Monday night C-SPAN live stream of the first night of the Republican National Convention attracted nearly six times as many viewers as the start of the Democrats convention with 440,000 watching the GOP stream versus 76,000 for the Democrats. According to the website uh, from thehill.com, TV ratings from Nielsen have yet to be released for the GOP's first night. For reference, uh, 18.7 million watched the first night of the virtual uh, Democrat infomercial uh, and uh, we'll see uh, when the uh, numbers come out uh, exactly uh, how that compares with how the RNC did on night number one. In the meantime, to the phones we go. Uh, Larry is next up. He is in Greenville. Hi, Larry, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Hey, Bob. Good afternoon. Hope you're doing well. Yes, sir. Fine. Thank you. Good. Uh, just a real quick question. I don't know. Did you happen to see Donna Brazil's meltdown on Fox and Friends this morning? I did not see it live, but I have looked at the video where uh, she and Tammy Bruce uh, got into a, a cage match. Yeah, and if anyone in your audience wants to see what a Democratic win would look like, there you have it. I mean, she pulled the race card, she pulled the ace card, she pulled half a dozen, but she just completely came unwound this morning. Yeah, and I think did. she needs to go... She needs to go on at prime time, make a formal apology to Tammy Bruce. And if Fox doesn't fire her, I don't know, they're, they're never going to find a better for cause as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah, CNN, I think, had her number and uh, let her go after the uh, infamous incident where uh, Donna Brazile, uh, former Democrat National Committee chairwoman, slipped right. felonious von Pantsuit 
uh, a list of the questions that were coming up in a town hall meeting that night on the network that employed her. And uh, and Miss Brazil went off when uh, conservative commentator Tammy Bruce said, well, no Democrat has spoken out against the nature of what's happening in Kenosha, Portland, Seattle, Baltimore, New York, Chicago. Americans have a choice. And the fact is that the Republicans are showing an expanse of what the American sensibility and what the American future is. And at that point, uh, she, she just went to DEFCON 1 and said, oh, it sounds like a note coming from a scratched record. It sounds like I'll never be an American in your world. After 400 years, my family can't walk out of the house without fearing violence. Well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I was waiting for her head to explode. I mean, man, <laughs> she came completely unglued. All right. Well, good. Uh, again, thanks for your time. Great show. And uh, enjoy the rest of your afternoon, Bob. Good appreciate deal. that. Very much. Thank you, Larry. I appreciate that very much. You- yeah. Donna, Donna Brazil just uh, went uh, went ballistic to the point where uh, Brian Kilmeade, who was hosting uh, the, uh, the comments from Tammy Bruce and uh, Ms. Brazil, said, uh, well, this is getting us nowhere. And, and they cut away right in the middle of uh, Brazil's rant. <laughs> Truly incredible. Okay, so I, I pose the question, uh, what do people think? And, and what do the pundits think? And, and quite often those are two different things because of the, uh, the left's control of the media. A group of independent voters were in lockstep with Republicans during the first night of the convention. Pollster Lee Carter uh, said on Fox and Friends today, speaking of that show, during her appearance with host uh, Ainsley Earhart, Carter said she thinks overall you saw independents really, really resonating with the messages that they heard. Carter acknowledged there were some blips, but said the personal stories from speakers, including uh, the one by Nikki, the one by Senator Tim Scott, uh, who had a great line, talked about uh, how his grandfather had picked cotton. He said, well, we went from cotton to Congress in one generation. And former Heisman Trophy winner Herschel Walker, who was raised a Democrat and has been a friend of Donald Trump for something like 40 years, uh, really resonated with the voters, and that's what's going to be remembered from last night. Uh, Carter, the president of Molansky and Partners, broadcasts her voter dials, which assess the real-time reactions to the uh, event from voters across the political spectrum, rating candidate statements from A to F. She pointed to Scott's powerful convention speech, where he talked about his personal story and the American dream, My grandfather's 99th birthday would have been tomorrow. He said he suffered the indignity of being forced out of school as a third grader to pick cotton, and he never learned to read or write. Our family went from cotton to Congress in one lifetime, and that's why I believe the American century can be better than the last one. Uh, It hurts my soul to hear the terrible names of people called Donald Trump, uh, call Donald Trump. The worst one is racist. Herschel Walker said, I take that as a personal insult that people would think I've had a 37-year friendship with a racist. People who think that don't know what they're talking about. Growing up in the Deep South, I've seen racism up close. I know what it is, and it isn't Donald Trump. Pretty effective stuff. So naturally, today, uh, the uh, Wicked Witch of the West, uh, Skeletor, Nancy Pelosi, says that uh, the, uh, the GOP are the enemies of the state. 
And I think Pelosi may have just uh, had a case of uh, Joe Biden failure to read the prompter properly. Uh, because I think what she meant to say is that the GOP is the enemy of the deep state. And uh, Steve Scalise and uh, Jim Jordan have been uh, letting her have it. Because right? she is just evil personified. Hour number one is zipped on past. Second hour of the Bobby Mac Show is on the way here on Tuesday. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T Mobile.com. 